<laughs> the wild right hand. Oh, you guys, welcome into Steady at the Wheel again. For this is kind of the second time that Luke has allowed me to have to go ahead and take over the reins of the show, and I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little lost. I'm going to admit it right now to you <clears throat> because last time that I took over, last time that I stole the show, you see, was when I had Weston. You guys remember the the shows with Weston where we kind of pirated Steady at the Wheel for like five episodes, and you know Weston and I had a lot of flow and a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, today I have a special treat for you. If you were wondering what that little intro was, that was not the typical uh, intro theme for Steady at the Wheel. That was something a little different that's brought to you by what I like to call the wild right hand. <laughs> the wild right hand! That's me. <laughs> that's what they call me. So you guys, <clears throat> a treat today. This is. There's a couple reasons this is... Uh, spontaneous and wild. The treat today is a good close friend of mine. His name is Branson Anderson. He hails from the deserts of southern Utah. The cacti of the the the, the desert. The, I don't know. I was trying to think. I was. I try to come up with like a, an amazing uh, intro. You know, like the the coyotes howl when they hear his name. The Gila monsters hiss. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, so the reason why you guys have Branson in here today, you're probably wondering who is this guy. I know we, you, I know you all love having. They love when we have guests on. Nice, it's, it's cool. It's kind of a fun little treasure. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah, to be a guest. Right. Yeah. So, and uh, we, uh, the reason we're doing this, Luke is uh, Luke has fell ill, has fallen ill, fell ill. Yeah. How is he? He yeah. seems to be getting better, yeah. but uh, since he's down and out, we kind of we kind of missed a week and we're a little off and weird. So I thought, you know what? I got you here, mm -hmm. and you have some special connections, whether you know it or not, to this Steady at the Wheel podcast. Oh. <laughs> and so why not sit That's down? Nice. Yeah, yeah. So Branson, we'll uh, we'll talk a little more about B Dog, but I'll tell you up front right now the reason. Branson is here is because he is not only a very talented musician, but Thanks. a holder. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But he's a holder of a commercial driver's license mm -hmm. and <laughs> recently graduated diesel tech wizard. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> man, I, I try to think where to start with all this. I want I want to give you guys enough background that you can you can kind of understand this, and then you'll uh, I think you'll grow more appreciation for for old, as I call him, as you've heard affectionately, my B -dog. boy B dog. So man, so first time we met you, mm -hmm. actually I don't know the first time we met you. First time that we laid eyes upon your sweet face, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we have a musician that we really enjoy, and a lot yeah. of you out there have probably heard of him, uh, Canadian. Mm -hmm. What does he refer to himself as? Agriculture tragic? A ag tragic. Ag tragic. Yeah. Uh -huh. Is that? Yeah. Corb Lund, you guys. Yeah. Corb Lund has been playing music for a long time up out of the uh, the southern plains of Alberta, mm -hmm. and uh, he was coming to Billings. Corb Lund was coming to Billings, Montana, and Billings is getting better for getting music. Yeah. But, you know. So anyway, so they're getting better, and so when somebody comes that you like, it's like this kind of this treat. Oh, cool. It's usually just like. Carrie Underwood's coming yeah. to Billings. You're like, hey, <laughs> like some old. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of some of those old bands. If 
from the 90s. Mr. Big is coming to Billings. You're like, Lose Traveler. Yes, yes. And you're like, oh, that, you know. But anymore, especially with the advent of the internet and social media, yeah. there's so many, you kind of, everyone kind of has their own little subculture musicians that they like to follow. Yeah. And Core Blunt at the time is kind of in that. Yeah. You know, in that deal. Yeah. So we, Haley surprises me, my wife surprises me, gets tickets to Core Blunt. And it's at, for Billings, it's at a pretty good sized venue. There's a good crowd yeah, there. Good sized venue for me. Was it? Yeah. And it's a it's an old uh, Greyhound bus station that they turned into. Oh, is that into. what it is? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize. So that. that that big room that you guys played in. Yeah. That used to be the depot that all oh, the buses I, would I come indoors. Didn't, didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty interesting because I have a a funny thing about Greyhound buses. Have you have you rode the Greyhounds? Yeah, I rode a. I wrote. <laughs> Let's I wrote, just sidebar. <laughs> okay. I have never. Yeah. The closest thing I've done to a Greyhound uh-huh. is an Amtrak train. Oh, okay. Back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Never delved into the Greyhound. Okay. Well, let me tell you this story. Okay. Okay. So when I was 17, I, uh, I had my brother buy me a Greyhound bus ticket because I wasn't old enough to get one myself, and I, I rode from St. George, Utah. So that's not where I'm from. I'm actually from Logandale, Nevada, Southern Nevada. It's like an hour from St. George. Okay, right, right, right. And then... My bad. So, no, you're good. The, so I'd ride... I don't think I could have screwed your intro up anymore. No. <laughs> it's, it's a from a place that he's not even from. <laughs> I've, I, I've lived there. <laughs> um, so, okay, so the, this was the first bad omen was at the Greyhound station was also a McDonald's, so it was like a double whammy of just bad, two bad things, and um, and uh, so Greyhounds don't travel like this across the country. I'm, for for you listening, I'm doing a straight line. They travel like this. It's now I'm doing a zigzag all over the place. Yeah, and I didn't realize so, that. Yeah, so I ride two and a half days on a Greyhound to Nashville. Oh man! And we I'm only I'm Nashville. only seventeen. And so, and I'd never been anywhere before except for Salt Lake. That was the only place we traveled when I was you a kid. You could probably see the lights of Las Vegas every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard about the city. Yeah. Okay. But I heard never to go there. <laughs> and so, uh, two and a half days on a Greyhound with, they don't stop enough for the smokers, for one thing. So all the smokers <laughs> are always mad. Well, no, they're they're, mad. no, they're mad because they can't smoke on the bus. They're like, we need to stop. And I was like, we stopped 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, you need to quit smoking. <laughs> so everybody's, Shut up and sit everybody's down. mad. This is before vaping, I realized. So that's interesting. But, okay, so. So not all. I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to set the scene here a little bit yeah. for the Greyhound. Yeah. yeah. I just want to make sure it meets all of my lifelong expectations <laughs> of what I've always assumed to be a Greyhound yeah. uh-huh. experience. Uh-huh. So it's, you start out, where was the station at? Was in St. George, in Saint Utah. George. Okay. Yeah, Southern Utah. Okay. So you went up to St. George, mm-hmm. and it's, typically Greyhound is people that don't have cars. Yeah. Or can't drive, maybe mm-hmm. for suspended licenses, uh-huh. potential... Issues with the law, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yes. So, interesting people. Okay. <laughs> and then they kind of rotate. I like like Nashville's a long. That's a long run. Yes. It's a long haul. Uh huh. With lots of stops and zigzags yeah. between there. Uh, so I assume every so often you kind of freshen the pot, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yes. You turn loose some of your travelers, uh-huh. and then you bring some more on. Yes. And 
yes. changes? There was, uh, uh, there, you know, there's layovers, like like a flight, so, and then you switch. <laughs> I can only um, imagine a yeah. layover in a great house. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, yeah, it was so bad. Okay. I think Green River, I don't remember if that was Utah or Wyoming, or maybe neither. I'm sure there's a lot of Green River towns. Could be. Don't know where I was. Denver was one. St. Louis was one. And, and you know, when you're 17, unless you're really into maps, like you know uh, you're going, you're like, oh, we're going to Nashville. Yeah. But you're yeah. like, whether I'm headed north or south. Yeah, or, yeah no idea. You, know, really, you no, just kind of have to. I was just, just completely roll. lost. And I was just trying to ignore all the crazy people talking to me that I could. So they talked to themselves, right? Yes, yes. I and was. They uh, to you, there was this girl like. that was sitting next to me. I don't know what happened, but like for hours she didn't say a word to me. And then as I was falling asleep, she started. She, she opened her mouth and she just started talking and talking and talking and talking. And I didn't even need to respond. She would just talk. She just was yeah. Ready to get and she it all told me chest. her whole life story. And I'm like, why? Why now? Why now? You could. I was awake. We had all like, this time. Yeah. And then she had eating an onion sandwich from Subway, oh. so she was just breathing on me, uh-huh. and um, I mean, we kissed. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, we didn't. Because <laughs> I was going to say, at that age, too, that's kind of where you're like, hey, you know, I'm kind of yeah. hot to trot, hey, how about you? You know, all them youthful hormones yeah. raging. And no, those, no. Those, all those were forgotten, because I was just so too homesick to care about anything else. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... You roll into Nashville. Yeah. 700 smoke stops later. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing in Nashville? Okay, so um, I listened to uh, um, the White Stripes, uh-huh. uh, just like it was nobody's business, um, from middle school up to high school, in which I was, I graduated a year early, so I was just, just a nut about uh, Jack White's music at the time, and then I'd read about Third Man Records, and I was also listening to a lot of, uh, um, you know, Depression-era folk music, so Woody Guthrie and Carter Family, and Hoppin' Trains, and all this romance, and, um, and, and I was like, I don't want a piece of that, and turns out it's only romantic in songs. In real life, it's terrible. And, yeah. This is kind of the whole, uh, I can't remember if you and I were talking about hitchhikers the other day. Yeah. Was that you and I? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Where I used to think the whole hitchhiker thing was sweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it's so cool, hitchhikers. Yeah. And it's kind yeah. of that same culture of, uh-huh. like, just living out of a knapsack and... Yeah. Here I am, you know, yeah. one town to the next. And so I, I picked up some hitchhikers <laughs> over the years. Yeah. And they've just gotten less and less romantic. <laughs> yeah. Every time you pick one well, up, you're like, yeah. what? what are you doing? Well, I think, I think maybe back in the era... Unless they're just just romanticizing it because that's what humans do. But I think back in that era, there were respectable, uh, normal people that were just trying to get down out and west out. Or, yeah, yeah, just trying that's like true. like well, I the only I have this story about a, a boxer ancestor who rode a train to New York to box a guy named Stanley Ketchell. And no, that okay. was, so a boxer. Yeah. 
we need to clarify this because of the age that we live in. He's oh. not talking about a dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's an ancestor of his. Because some people do that now. <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. It's not a dog thank ancestor. For, He's talking about that, uh, an actual <laughs> put up your dukes. Yeah. A physical. Yeah, which, boxer I mean, it athlete. used to be that a boxer athlete was cooler than a boxer dog, and now it's not. Yeah, now Boxing yeah. is. is it's violent, so we can't it's fallen, support it. It's fallen way behind. Yeah. Okay, so it was not Uncle Boxer. Yeah. This was a great uncle from... Yeah. From, yeah, from I mean, I, uh, from the early 1900s. Okay. So, yeah. But that was his mode of transportation. He would because train. it was the only thing. It was the only thing he could do. He'd ride from... I mean, I, mean, I, I know he lived in Salina, Utah. Okay. So if, if he rode a train from, <laughs> He's from Utah to anywhere. New York, yeah, yeah and sheesh. and... and that was just the mode of transportation, and he was, he was maybe kind of a pill and maybe an outlaw. But but I'm sure there were lots of normal people that were like, oh, I gotta feed my family in right. so I Oklahoma, so I'm yeah. riding this train to California like the Jodes from yeah. Grapes of Wrath or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Plus your uncle, if anybody messed with him, he could yeah, <laughs> put up your dicks. Yeah, but I feel like there was probably less of that back then. There's probably a code of. Uh, Kind of a code of travel, yeah. and there may may still be amongst you know, and that ties into trucks a little bit, yeah, because that's some something that you probably not being a regular listener yet of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Now you will be uh -huh. from this episode fourth. Yeah. I pledge to be a steady listener, steady to you. I had to take that oath and pledge before we started recording. <laughs> so, so the. Um, the trucking world, this is part of what we're trying to do with this, yeah. just mm -hmm. FYI for you, Yeah, is this used to be similar. I mean, there's always yeah. been kind of a, yeah, some in-and-out truckers, but for those of us that live in and have created our entire world around the trucking industry, there there was, everyone talks about this old school, back in the day it was so yeah. good, and back yeah. in the day, back in the day. Yeah, We're trying to kind of encourage that, and I'm not even oh, quite sure yeah. how to get there again. Uh -huh. We're working yeah. on it, mm -hmm. but that's what we're trying to bring back is that sense of yeah. community. So when you mentioned that about yeah. back in the day, there was probably some respect and kind of yeah, just it's just different. Yeah, it's different back it's then. My my grandpa, um, who was a truck driver, and about the only time I would go into Vegas was with him to pick up pig feed. Yeah, from this old bread dock where they get all the bread in the city, where they're just oh. gonna throw it in the dumpster. But he'd been doing it since he was a kid, so he would load it up in his. My uncle still does it, but that was when we'd go into Vegas. It was never to party or anything. Or it was just <laughs> never to drive out to the ghetto. Bread throw down some and, coin. Yeah. You just go to the docks. Yeah, but he would uh, he would tell me that he'd he'd see a truck pass by and and he loved to repeat himself. So I heard this many times. But he would say he'd say, "Oh, truckers used to be the knights of the highway." And, okay. And I always loved that phrase. Knights of the highway. And he talked about how much it changed since then. And and in trade school, I remember watching. We watched this this old uh, like it was like an old training video for an old company from the fifties. I can't remember the mm. name of it. I bet I could find it. But part of their company policy was to pull over if they saw somebody. It was part on of the site. Yeah, it was like that. Was like it doesn't 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 matter about the load getting there he's like if you that was their policy was if you, you see somebody that? stranded you, you pull over and today? ask if yeah no i can't i mean it's like uh -uh. get it there yeah get everything else yeah get it there yeah huh that's interesting yeah, i've been trying cool. to be better about that myself mm -hmm. and i try to document it when i do if i yeah. can uh -huh. on instagram mm -hmm. because that's kind of my little place to document my travels yeah but i kinda try like a journal yeah yeah and then it's always there but i've been trying to 
to help people flat tire. Yeah. If I'm if I gotta go and yeah. I gotta go, I mean, it's like it, I got a load of like cattle and I'm struggling. Yeah. And I gotta yeah. go. Then it's, I'm like, you, gotta, you know, that's. I mean, I I never stop for people, but mostly because I'm antisocial. Like, <laughs> I would love to help you, I but I do not tire, want to. <laughs> I do not want to talk. Like the lady on the ground. Yeah. Like yeah lady, that, I that's probably you, why. I'll give you a foot rub. Yeah. But please <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. So anyway, that that whole thing is kind of yeah. what we want to yeah. bring back. So yeah. maybe Uncle Boxer. Yeah, Uncle Boxer probably. Mm -hmm. His name was Jack Strange. Jack? Yeah, he was like my great 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 grandpa. Or That's a great name. Yeah, Jack Strange. Yeah. Strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you about to be knocked out by the Strange? Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> lights out. Strange. <laughs> in their post-fight interviews, they're like, oh, "I was doing pretty good," and then this strange feeling hit me in the side of the head. <laughs> Turned out it was a right hook from Jack Strange. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. So back to okay. So good. I, I appreciate the greyhounds. Yeah. Sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought maybe it would would uh, you know with the trucking machines. Yeah. Hundred percent. Anytime yeah. you got anything, man. Mm -hmm. We uh, we definitely we had an episode a while back. We were talking about something. And skunks. Skunks came up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That Luke and I are have been cumulatively. I can't remember the number anymore. I think cumulatively between Luke and I have been sprayed like. Six or seven. Oh wow, times really? In person. Wow, that's horrible. So I've never been sprayed by a skunk. We had all I hope I never yeah, do. Most I mean, people aren't. I mean, mostly people just smoke weed around me. And that, <laughs> that's close that's, enough. Yeah, that's good enough for me. You get within about thirty miles of Vegas, yeah. and you're like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, smell a little secondhand drifting <laughs> off the strip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so sidebars are good. We uh, rabbit holes, you know, whatever. Yeah. But so here we are. Haley gets these tickets to Corbin. Oh yeah, okay. in the Greyhound <laughs> station. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Wow. That so was that a... that big giant room you were playing in, uh -huh. you know, where they had all the drinks and stuff set up and yeah. the food and all that. That yeah. was the ticketing office and all that the layover uh, where you okay, hang around. Yeah. Then out where you were playing was the big giant cavern where they probably have you know six buses in there. Yeah. Waiting to go every direction. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we uh, we roll in the Billings, Haley and I, and. We're super excited to see Corb Lund. And a lot of times, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. when you go to see someone you really want to see and there's somebody else opening, you're kind of yeah. like, okay, hey, <laughs> last song, right? Is that, <laughs> is that it? Is that going to be it? Because we really want to get uh, to yeah. the show, you know? Yeah. Um, we watched Shooter Jennings there a while back. And it, same thing. I was like, man, I've wanted to listen to Shooter Jennings in person for a long time. And I can't even remember who was there with him. Yeah. But I was like, get out of the way! Get out of the way! <laughs> like, 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 right? like half hour set, right? Oh, 45 minutes? <laughs> oh, okay, what? that's you, an eternity. An hour. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we come in, and there's this young, dapper fellow wearing a. Who? His. I didn't know him. I didn't know who he <laughs> was. I didn't know who. <laughs> He had a, he had, I think he had, a, he had a red uh, bandana, like tied around, like a uh -huh. scarf around his neck, uh -huh. button-up denim, maybe. Mm -hmm. Does that sound about right? Yeah. You heard of that? So, something like that. Canadian mm -hmm. tuxedo. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. That's exactly. What yeah, it's doing it for Corb. <laughs> it's like the the rule of the road. Yeah. Must wear denim. <laughs> so turns out we're listening to this guy, and I'm like, man, this is kind of cool. And then Haley's talking to him. I'm like, I've never heard anything like this. I'm not even right, quite sure. I couldn't put my finger on what I just I didn't because usually like oh man that guy kind of sounds like and I just I couldn't do that with you yeah huh. and uh, he plays on and pretty soon I'm like I'm you know Corb that's great it's cool you want to come out whenever it's fine but if not 
<laughs> I am oh, fully. Cool. We're like we no, were fully satisfied yeah. with old B Dog. Thank you. And I so the, you know, you finish your set. Mm-hmm. Um, you go go on your way. Yeah. And uh, Corb comes out, and plays a show, and mm-hmm. you know, fun, good. Yeah. And I can't remember how we reached out to you from then. Yeah. It was Probably was through Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember yeah. how or why exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, do you guys talk about? Religion on this awesome. podcast, so, yeah, because because Haley Corb made a joke about me not oh, drinking. That's right. And so that's right. So Haley's wheels got turning, gears got turning. Oh, I think that's what it was because yeah. you said, yeah, hey, Corb was teasing you about not drinking. Yeah, because uh-huh. Corb really yeah. likes to yeah. drink <laughs> a lot, uh-huh. like a whole bunch. Yeah, like in the morning, maybe instead of water, <laughs> might be some but Canadian it's, delight. It's the electrolyte beer. The ele- <laughs> Puts one of those little packets in it that gives you electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, and I think you maybe mentioned Grape. something about being from from down in the southern deserts, and we're yeah. like, oh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. so that's probably what yeah. she reached out. Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. old B dog. So then we become become friends, and this is the weird thing about the internet, right? Uh huh. Like, ten, fifteen, I guess twenty years ago now. Yeah. You like saying, hey, I made this friend. On the internet in ya- in Yahoo chat room, <laughs> yeah. people be like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah, and I I think I don't know if it's still just as weird. We yeah. just got used to it. Maybe yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, it just became more socially acceptable, right. or more commonplace, and so just, like less murders happen <laughs> than used to. It used to be like it's, one out of two. It was yeah, like, you meet someone from Yahoo chat room, you're dead. Fifty fifty. Yeah. No, it's like nah, you know, nine out of ten yeah. probably. Yeah, and you so, hear about it a lot less because it's because people get tired of hearing about it. Yeah, They're like that's like old a, news. Uh, another internet murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before. <laughs> so, anyway, you guys. Long story short, there is that uh, we uh, we become friends, and you kind of wanted to. I think you'd wanted to get some shows, maybe. Yeah. After you finished the tour with Corbin Lund, mm-hmm. which at the time for you that was, that was, that was a like big the, deal, right? The biggest thing I. Well, yeah, that was the second biggest thing I've done to date. And, so and it's, that was a, that was the biggest thing at that time. At that time, yeah, that, that was huge for me. So like, I'd never be able to thank Corb enough because yeah. I've I've met a couple of people like you and Haley through that, like just lifelong Having, friends from that, that book me, yeah, cool. that book me at places and mm-hmm. and have helped me uh, tremendously on my musical yeah. odyssey. Yeah, you're you're devoted. That's for sure. On the Odyssey, I uh, I get a few rough patches with my music, and I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's it's daunting. I don't it's know. up and down. Yeah. You just you just have the you just have the nervous breakdown, and then you get over it, <laughs> and then you're better again. You guys, it was funny. We were talking, um, we were talking Branson and I. So Branson's been at the ranch for the last week. Yeah. Um, he's on. He's in the midst. What are you? Are you calling this tour or something? I, I don't know what to call it because it's not a very good tour. It's kind of <laughs> yeah because it's I, I you know I'm just. I'm just taking shows as they come, wherever, uh-huh. whenever, if I can make it. It's yeah. like, I can make a 12-hour drive <laughs> in the night and then play. Sure, I'm good. I, mean, I can play in Lincoln on Wednesday and then Salt Lake on Thursday. If I... If a trucker can do I, it. Yeah, if I just, you know, I just got to eat some speed and... <laughs> just snort a few lines. <laughs> You're like, Branson doesn't drink, but he snorts coke? <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting boy. Yeah, <laughs> just like to keep it real pure. I don't know if you eat speed. That's how. 
don't eat know. speed? I said eat speed. Like, That's not something people say. <laughs> Some, somebody, take, you take. I don't know if there's anybody out there listening that is <laughs> real versed in the ways of speed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. This is what I always tease though about the old school truckers. They're like, mm-hmm. everyone's like old school, hardcore. And I'm like, yeah. do not discount me <laughs> and my ability to stay awake for a long time. Yeah. Because I do it on nothing but Dime Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, they're like, yeah, we used to go out to California and then we'd chew on a toothpick because they 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 lace these toothpicks with uh, enhancers oh that were not legal yeah truckers would they'd, yeah they'd, they'd call it the west coast turnaround yeah. so they'd go uh-huh. out to the west coast uh-huh. then unload reload yeah chew on a toothpick oh, which is probably the modern day equivalent of just dipping toothpicks in liquid yeah. meth like da 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 yeah <laughs> and then sticking it right on their teeth yeah and oh, it, it wow, would keep them insane. up yeah to shoot all the way back I never heard of that that's so, cool I'm, I've, gotta try it. I've done some some equivalent West Coast turnarounds on Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, so I'm not a speed. Uh, yeah, I'm not versed. In I'm ways. I'm not I'm not good at staying awake. <laughs> Sometimes I do this thing where where well, I, you, you I take na- I take naps with one eye. Uh-huh. So this I will take a nap for ten seconds oh, in this one. So effective. Yeah. Where <laughs> I, take, you know, I take micro naps and like, so effective. You guys, you're learning tips from uh, yeah. Branson Anderson here on at Steady at the Wheel. Yeah. On how to stay awake, and that gives you. I find you know I've I've done that time or two. Yeah. Where it gets a little hard. Sometimes the transition from eye to eye starts <laughs> to get a little slow. Yeah. And you have this little moment in between. Yeah. Where I have like a. It's like oh. It's like a micro dream. Yeah. I was like whoa why why was I at Disneyland for? Have you ever a taken a, of a second? <laughs> have you ever taken a, a like a hoodie off while you were driving? Uh uh-uh. like, Oh no. Uh uh-uh. There's this little moment. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like there okay and you wait obviously you wait yeah. you know like there's a good there's a stretch of road there's yeah. nobody here there's nobody yeah. coming there's nobody oh behind me. Oh my gosh me. I have done this one time <laughs> and it's coming back to me and I that was not good I was not this I got caught I got caught what? in there uh-huh. oh yeah. see and here's the thing if you're at home and you're like mm-hmm. hey take your sweater off you're like no prob yeah you pull it off right uh-huh. sweater yes. off half a second yeah no prob it's when you're driving, the pressure's like, okay, on. It's, okay, yeah. okay, and all of a sudden you're I like, can't screw this up. You like pull your arm out and stick your head in the armhole, and you're like, "Where am I? What's going on? Why?" And then you're like, Whoa! And like four seconds later, you finally like stick your eye out the little sleeve hole so you can see. Yeah. And you're still going down the road. And you're like, and I'm in oncoming traffic. <laughs> and I'm like, "What is wrong? Why am I losing my mind? Like I can, I can go home, take my hoodie off." Every time in under a second, boom, yeah. man, you get on the road. That's what when you when you transition the eye rests. Mm-hmm. There's that dark <laughs> moment. It's kind of <laughs> like taking a hoodie off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come out of it. Yeah, oh. I gotta I gotta roll the window down on a freezing cold day and stick my head out like a dog or mm-hmm. or I you know I've just energy drinks. But yeah. but I get the I get the I don't like them. I like. The way they make me feel, but I don't. I don't like that I don't know what's in them. So I get the big ones that with the screw-on cap. So I'll just throw a little back until like the edge is you're off. My, and then and then I can I can work on that thing for like a week. You know. You're talking the big energy drinks. Yeah, like, like the, the double size can, with like the, the two-liter monsters. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so as, since I got the cap, I can make it last. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, I don't like pounding them all at See, once. See, my so problem is with with. I have a heart attack. Any any caffeination. Yeah. Is that if I open it, it 
If I pop the seal, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> no, I don't I don't roll like that. So my, I like what I do is mm -hmm. I just, you know how on a pop oh, you can just pop it? Oh, I've seen you do you that. You suck out of yeah. it? Yeah, uh-huh. That's yeah, what I've I do. Seen you it, like, do limits that. the intake. Yeah, uh-huh. So if yeah. you want it, you got to work yeah. for it. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. My lips it's are like blistering. It's like eating with chopsticks. Yes. Yes. It would be the... The Asian approach to moderation in drinking oh. a monster mm -hmm. would be just use the chopsticks, tick, 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 yeah. keep you thin. That's how you do it. Just tick, don't tick, open tick. a monster or whatever you're drinking. Right. Even right. a Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. If you're, if you're trying to wean yourself off caffeine, this is how you do it. This is an addiction <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> We've covered crack. <laughs> right. We've covered caffeine. Oh, greyhounds. Greyhounds, those are not an addiction. You can get addicted to not being on a Greyhound. And that's... I can get addicted to a lot of things, but a Greyhound drive <laughs> yeah. is not one of them. Yeah. Can you imagine being a Greyhound driver? No, I can't. I, it takes a special person. It takes a tough I mean, like, individual. I would probably do it if they put me in some kind of soundproof bubble. Yeah, with like bulletproof glass. Yeah. I can't even uh -huh. see anyone. Yeah. I'm like, they're back there. Yeah. I it's just like, they don't even know if there's a driver. This could be like a... Like a howl. Yeah, automated uh, bus. Yeah. In fact, that's probably where the automation should turn their efforts, is link up with the Greyhound. Yes. The start, Greyhound start there. Don't, don't start with trucks. Start <laughs> with the Greyhound. Okay, so so you're in the midst of this tour right now. Yes. And this is how Branson ended up. Uh, he ended up up at the ranch because he had some tour dates kind of swinging through Montana, mm -hmm. and you had this little bubble. Kind of yeah. this little hiatus. Yeah. A little break. You probably yeah, week. You kind of made it that way, probably. You could have found I, some uh, other shows to fill your time. Uh, no, I couldn't. He chose us. I get lazy. He chose us over yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I get, yeah, I did. I did choose you. I, I had I had shows left and right, and I turned them down. I said, nope. I'm had going to the Allens. Had a big, big opportunity, uh -huh. and he said, nope. I got a fence to take down. So Branson came up, and he's been at the, and he's been at the ranch, and old Rooster, of course, Rooster always licks his lips and salivates when anybody comes to spend time <laughs> at the ranch because there's always an abundance of labor to be yeah. done. Yeah. There's Sorry, there's work to be done, an abundance of work, a lack of labor. Mm. So when bright-eyed, bushy-tailed B-Dog shows up, and he's like, I got the week. Rooster's like, I've got a mile of barbed wire fence that I want to take out. And guess who took it out this week? Wasn't me. <laughs> it's B Dog. It's me. So Dog of that the right. <laughs> the B. So you uh that felt good? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. Take, taking the fence down? Something about well, it's working. Yeah. I, when you give me an idiot task where <laughs> <laughs> you like I just I can just do something and not stop. Well, I guess it's I'm like gonna, driving. It's just like, oh, hold on. Well, hold hot stop. No, that was on me, well, not you. He says idiot task, well, and then he's like, it's like truck driving. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. I'm covering the microphone. I'm like, stop, stop pause yeah, it. I came Edit this out. <laughs> yeah, here's you're not totally wrong, but there's a reason why most of us truck drivers have never been to college <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh I, I got a joke oh I got a good joke when you're ready I'm ready okay okay so okay so there's there's uh, this um, this this laboratory that's selling body parts on the black market and so this guy goes in there to buy some some brains and he goes he goes because uh, this is the brain of a doctor it's Ten dollars. Oh, he's like, whoa, okay, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, the next exhibit, he's like, this is the brain of a lawyer. It's nine dollars. 
Did I say that? Doctor, lawyer. That was what it was supposed to be. Okay, yeah. So one of them's a doctor, one's a lawyer. Like, like, whoa, it's more affordable than I would have thought. And it's like, okay, this is the brain of a truck driver. This is $10 million. And he's like, what? Why? Why would a truck driver's brain be worth so much? And it's like, because it's never been used. <laughs> True and funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's good. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Well, but by idiot task, I meant like something that I can just like a regimented you, routine. You, yeah, yeah like, it's you got a process. Like, like yeah, you yes, the wire, and you see the process. The, and the process here. is beautiful. Yes, yes. Yeah. and rewarding. Yeah, yeah, because you're seeing where you, where you're getting them, mm -hmm. and um, your progress in your work. And it feels good to be like tired at the end of the day. There's and very I just love being outside, yeah. the sun on me, and yeah, that's just nice. Yeah, yeah. After being, yeah. you know, yeah. rolling in the car from yeah. town to town to town. Yeah venue to venue yeah so I like to think we were basically just doing this as an act of service <laughs> and kindness like you know what you've been cooped up we don't really need this fence gone but I we'll let you grateful. tear it out <laughs> and if you want to come back and rebuild the new one you know probably could work that out <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> you give right. me the dates and I won't book <laughs> I won't book anything just Ugh, do it before it gets too cold be B Dog 2023, yeah. a little later year reunion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, that's 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 funny. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> you gotta laugh. I'm a trucker. I'm a full timer. Oh, yeah. And I'm laughing. <laughs> so okay. So let's see. So um, musically, I want you. I want you to play a song. Oh really? Would you mind? No, I don't. I wouldn't mind. Is that cool? Yeah. What? Uh, did you have anything in mind or? Uh, I. So How about prepared. Daddy's got a ramble? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Ran okay, guys. Yeah. Branson's got this song. I w I was gonna do this later, but then I we're gonna after he plays the song. I want to get into a little bit more about his trucking stuff and got a yeah. few little trucking yeah. things and and kind of bring that side of his life. We've been talking about travels and music a little bit. Um, I want Branson to to play a song. He's got a song that I like that's always spoke to me pretty well, and I think that if you hear this, a lot of you that are uh, traveling trucking types or types that just like to adventure um i'm not really adventurous i don't like to like go hike the mountain and yeah. stuff but I'm, same way. I'm always down with like hey can you do this 1600 mile 2000 mile truck haul and i'm like oh baby i'm your man <laughs> like i think that's where i get my like adventure spirit yeah yeah so branson's got this song and i'm not even sure that i have the title of it correct oh yeah that's you're right daddy's got a ramble daddy's got a ramble yeah and anyway it's on your uh, uh was it on gray um it, no it Which was song? on apple core baltimore. it's on his uh, it's on his album apple core baltimore that's yeah, the uh, first track on there first track so he hits it off big but if you don't mind playing this no, just I live for us yeah. i would i would yeah. Be sweet. I should have brought my lyrics, but <laughs> well you don't got to um, sing the whole thing yeah. just give us the gist yeah, or whatever give, you the gist. give us whatever you can be done yeah. um so I, I mean, I wrote this song when I was a teenager, and I'm I'm 29 now, so this one's pretty old. But, yeah. But it was like, it was a like during that era of like, listening to Woody Guthrie. Yeah, and just rambling, feeling it, you know, rolling. You know, and just being like, man, I want to live like that, but I don't actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I so we wrote a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know yourself. You don't know no one else. But you know how to vaunt about what you want You don't know how to get it, you don't know what to do Don't know how to gamble, daddy's got to ramble Daddy's got to ramble a handful You're stuck in one place, a 
Far too long that repetition begins to take its form And now daddy's got to ramble a handful I'll look for you everywhere, I don't see you nowhere You take me, you save me, don't blame me, don't claim me A heartache to learn from, so sad but so true You don't know how to gamble, daddy's got to ramble Daddy's got to ramble a handful But I'm still about to fall And now daddy's got to ramble a handful Your memory's surreal But I know that you're real You can't be hypnotized Or convinced otherwise If you're as happy as I am I feel sorry for you You don't know how to gamble Daddy's got to ramble Daddy's got to ramble a handful One day settle down You know me, I was waiting below me You say that you know, cause you've been there before But you don't understand, don't you tell me you do You don't know how to gamble, daddy's got to ramble Daddy's got to ramble and ramble Dude, I love that song Yeah, thanks I never got to hear it quite so up close and, yeah. and uh, personal Yeah, I don't play that one anymore Uh-huh I guess I should. Kind of cycled back. Yeah. So you guys, I'm going to tell you this now because I'm, I, I want to just get it out now mid-podcast. Um, you heard it, so you know what I'm talking about when we walked into the Greyhound station. I don't, it's like you have this touch of something from the olden days, your mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. and then, but it's, it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a compliment that I don't know how to describe yeah, it, by yeah, the way. Thanks. But um, if, if you guys like that, um, Branson is. I said it last night. He's all over the internet. Yeah. You're um, you're on all the the streaming yeah. platforms. All the streaming, all the socials. Yeah. If you guys, if you get on Spotify, uh, check him out. Subscribe to him on Spotify. Uh, I've got. I listen in the tractor. I should switch to Spotify probably, but I listen on wow. an Apple Music when I'm out plowing mm-hmm. and stuff, um, or trucking. You can follow him on your Instagram, which mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Branson Anderson music, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. Branson, like a son. Yeah, Branson like son of Bran. Anderson. Yes. Both of them are son. S O N. Son of Anders, son of Bran. Yeah, there you go, Branson Anderson. So, um, if, especially if you guys are trucking types, Branson's got some roots in the trucking industry, and this is mm-hmm. why. This is a, another reason why I wanted to bring him to you, uh, to you all out there, because he, as I mentioned at the very beginning, he trucks he has yeah. a cdl mm-hmm. and most recently he he went to diesel school kind of yeah. later in yeah. your later in your life yeah, probably way yeah older over, over the bef- before we yeah i was i was yeah everybody was fresh out of high school you'd like a 29 year old man <laughs> you'd bring him like a saucer of milk every morning <laughs> hey little boys <laughs> Here's some well, milk from they your mom. They didn't find out how old I was until the end of the program. They really? were like, you're 28. I think I was 28 at the time, 29 now. But like, I thought you were 18. <laughs> I was like, like what oh, does that say about my... Is it a compliment my, or am I my, sure? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Could have been when I got in my underwear and washed the truck out in the 
in the shop at the school. Yeah. I was just in my underwear and boots. Just for feeling it. Yeah, just it was hot. It was a it hot was day, hot. and there's only so much you can do. Thought in the it desert. would be funny, and it was. So, <laughs> so your your trucking roots. You got trucking yeah. roots in your family. Yeah, my so my um, my grandpa on my mom's side was a truck driver, and then my dad. My dad was a mechanic before he bought the freight business from my grandpa. Okay. My dad and my mom lived in Salt Lake when they first got married, and then they moved back to Logandale, where my mom grew up and where I grew up. Um, bought the freight business from my grandpa, and um, they 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 ran freight for two decades, um, and then they had to to close up with the housing market crash. This would have um, been in like in 08, 09, yeah. Okay. I was a freshman uh, in high school. And, Dang. And uh, yeah, so. So after 20 years. Mm -hmm. whew, yeah. It, all it was, gone. And, yeah. and all gone at the, at the, if that had happened when you were young, you probably wouldn't have really known what was going on because yeah, you were young enough. Yeah, but you uh -huh. were well old enough to yeah, realize yeah, where what I was, was seeing, happening. I was, was yeah, I was seeing all of it. And, and uh, I'm sure this is a familiar story for yeah. lots of people out there. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, it was tough to see your parents go through that, and yeah. and I remember my dad just breaking down one day and like I gotta I gotta wrap it up. I, this has been the great joy of my life, and I gotta gotta close up and figure out something else to do. Huh. Um, Dang, yeah, yeah that's that's tough, and I I feel that maybe well I, not maybe it's coming around a little bit again. Some yeah. people are experiencing that right now. Yeah, back in the trucking industry a little yeah. bit where. Yeah, COVID got real, mm -hmm. got real busy. Yeah, really lucrative. Yeah, for a handful of years, mm -hmm. and a lot of people got in. Yeah. And of course, I don't feel as sorry for those that just jumped in to, yeah. to chase the hot market, and then <laughs> yeah. now they're finding that. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Versus, it's a whole different story from your dad. Yeah. Twenty yeah. years, you know, yeah. doing that, and mm -hmm. a company that your grandpa yeah. started even yeah. before that. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's yeah. That's tough. So yeah. so he closes up shop, mm -hmm. and then you finish out high school, mm -hmm. and the music takes a hold of you. When yeah, did you start yeah. playing music anyway? Well, uh, like, I I picked up the bass guitar in fourth grade. Really? So however old you are in fourth grade, so nine, forever. Eight, yeah, yeah. Right. And then I played six string in middle school, okay. and then stuck with that ever since. Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason, P.S. Sidebar whatever you call it. Uh, <laughs> the reason I call him the wild right hand is because his hand, he picks so wildly with his right hand. It's a style of picking. Yeah, Merle, uh, like Travis style, I think they call it, uh -huh. or chicken picking. or Not a lot of people do it. Yeah, yeah. And some of the, those that do, not a lot are good at it, even though Branson says he's 20 times worse than the best guy. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I disagree, but anyway, so, uh, you get into music, and my guess, I'm going to kind of piece this from my, this is my understanding, or my, mm -hmm. my guess. Yeah. You start playing music, you realize that as you're playing music, it's important to have a job. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Ish. well, ever since high school and out of high school, I just did, uh, I just did odd jobs so that my, my schedule could be free for to do whatever, to do whatever whenever. Yeah, gig um, comes up, yeah, you're free. You uh -huh, can work around it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's when we're talking pulling weeds for old ladies and uh -huh. just whatever, you know, okay. uh, concrete. Yeah, just wherever you need. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
So how does it I, go from there? So I go. I move into. I live in Provo, Utah at the time, and then I'm like, well, I need a job because I need some money. So I go and I work for this this excavation company. Because there's no weeds in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> no. Pull ground uh -uh, those weeds in the uh -uh. winter. No, they're all frozen. <laughs> they're all frozen. <laughs> you can't pull them out of the frozen ground. You need an ice pick. So, um, so I I'm working for this company and I like like you saw on the ranch this week I love working mm -hmm. I love just putting my mind to a task and, and you're going for you're it. good at it yeah. I'll oh, say thanks. this too I mean thanks. I'm not I told hey I, yeah. I said this to her before I said yeah. it to you I was uh -huh. like because I I've been out you guys will Branson I feel a little a little bad just a little bad <laughs> well, about what I'm in the air-conditioned tractor oh. out picking hay bales <laughs> stacking hay yeah. gathering hay off the fields all week while Branson is about a half a mile away just to where I can kind of see him and tell what's going on. Close enough that I feel a little guilty. Like, I tried not to get too close to him because I didn't want to feel too, like, oh, hey, how's it going out there, bud? <laughs> but I couldn't believe how much fence you got tore out on your own. Yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. unclip the wires, spread the wires out, mm -hmm. pull the posts out, load the posts. I mean, like, I was impressed. I'm yeah, not just thanks. saying this to make you feel good. Thanks. I was so you're right. You do like to work. Yeah. And yeah. you have a good work ethic. Yeah. Thank you. I did you see me like a hanging on the uh, the post puller like a koala bear on a tree limb? <laughs> uh, for a couple of those tough yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> they were really in there. <laughs> yep. It's all about leverage, yeah, man. Just hang on it, pull pull myself up and wrap my legs around it and just <laughs> Couldn't tell what it was. I was like, is that, is that a sloth? Is that the neighbor again? What is it? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So so the point of saying that was, at this excavation job, all I did was stand there with a shovel and watch people run equipment. And I hated that so much. 12 hours a day in the sun of just standing there watching people run equipment. And I was too young to run the equipment. Too new, too green, you know. Yeah. Um, I was like... This is terrible. I hate this. This is actually really bad for my brain. To just, to just sit there. Yes. And to do just, nothing. just yeah, I'd like bring in a harmonica and like blow on it when no one was paying attention. <laughs> and then get in trouble for it really? because I get caught. Yeah. And, and like, then, there's like, nothing else yeah. to do. And so I, and then I'd like wander off and like pull some weeds or pick up some garbage or do something. I'm like, no, we need you there watching the excavator. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't stay focused. Yeah. So uh I ended up quitting that job because it was just. It, By the way, what, what that, are you watching for? Like just oh, if just they need like, you to jump in yeah, and grab something out yeah, of the trench, or, yeah, or like or don't hit a pipe, or I'm like, just, guess what? That watching. pipe is covered by dirt, and you're gonna. I mean, I can't see it. Branson, yeah, we hired you for your X-ray vision <laughs> yeah. capabilities, son. Yeah. Um. So I got. Uh, um. They paid for me to get my CDL permit, and I was because I would jump Same in. Same company. Yeah. Okay. I. I. Uh, um, shout out to Evans Grading and Paving in Provo. Sorry <laughs> yeah. that I walked off the job. Uh, <laughs> I just hated it. Um, so uh, he's honest. <laughs> so, um, but but I would I hopped in with a, a, a driver once and made a run to a gravel pit and then came back to the job. I was like that was like an hour of time. That was like an hour of my day, <laughs> and uh, and it was fun. <laughs> and, right? and, uh and plus, my dad was, you know, was a trucker, yeah, and, and, and so I had those, it. yeah. And so um, I, I was like, "Well, oh, get the permit." So, so I did, but I ended up quitting that job, and then I, I mean, went to this. Uh, they had this program in uh, Boulder City, Nevada, where um, you 
you you just take a driving test, you do a backing test, and you do a pre-trip test, and they'll give you your CDL in the day in that day. In a um, day? Yeah. Dang. Well, if you have your permit and yeah, your hours. Yeah, you're all ready to roll. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can do that now because... I think they recently changed yeah. it. You got to do a little more yeah. driving. Yeah, so... Um, but I got it. Um, I took the first job I could get, which was uh, like a dune buggy tour thing. Did that for three days. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I so guess. you got your CDL, okay. yeah, and then but, you took a job yeah. doing dune buggies, yeah, for three yeah, days. yeah, pulling dune buggies. But I, all I needed to do was drive them from their shop to the dunes, which was, was like two even, miles away. Was it even in like a semi? No, or was uh -uh. It like a no, it was like a like a Ford F fifty or like four four fifty oh, yeah, like or a, like yeah. a mm -hmm. six fifty or whatever. So they, it wasn't a truck, but no, it was big enough to do a CDL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, <laughs> got to start somewhere. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, I need money, so I need, and this could be fun wasn't um so um but by i worked at a oh i was working at a, a um i worked did some jobs with this guy who did uh these maintenance jobs at power plants and factories where they burn a lot of stuff and so he was like an environmental guy where where you clean out the filter rooms they're called the bag houses where they have these big it's like a giant vacuum cleaner system where like they blow the dirt Okay, or no, blow, blow all the, the smoke and soot through. that they burn through these bags and then it traps the worst of that air and lets the good air out in the atmosphere and they're just these big fiberglass bags that hang from the ceiling like 30 feet so uh, I know it's hard to picture but uh, no I kinda, uh, yeah yeah so like, and there's just thousands like, of them it's like your nostril with nose yeah. hairs like, uh -huh. yeah you exactly yes same <laughs> that's what I was thinking yeah yeah, yeah. you're so, telling me <laughs> So when you get your nose waxed, that's what that's what we were doing was waxing the noses at uh, at these plants. So, um, so I was at this plant, the Wholesome Cement, the Devil's Devil's Slide plant in uh, Croydon, Utah, and I was uh, um, I had a friend who worked in the control room, and so I was talking to him. I was like looking at all these trucks going in and out, and I was like, hey, the like are any of these guys hiring? He's like, oh, I'll refer you to the the Reese Brothers Trucking, or Round Valley Rock Trucking. Um, and uh, so I got a job with them, and that was where I learned to drive, basically. I drove around in a, in a dump truck without a pup for the first week till I got okay. the hang of it, and then might have taken a couple weeks to get the hang of it. I won't. <laughs> a couple days, a couple weeks, you know. First hour, I was good. <laughs> Pretty much <Yeah>. good. <laughs> um, and uh, and that was that was where I started, was dump truck and pup. Uh -huh. uh, it was like a, like a 06 Kenworth. Do you feel like that was a good place? I've had, I get some messages and some uh -huh. questions sometimes from yeah. people. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought that's a great place for people to try to begin yeah it was it was great career. for me oh yeah yeah you're, you know you're uh -huh. home you're home regularly yeah uh -huh. and it's you know short wheelbase yeah you know uh -huh. you know it's, it's just a great place to, yeah. to learn would yeah you, would you agree i would agree yeah, yeah. totally okay. um and and the environment was so good like it was just this i think there's only like a six truck operation where we'd haul rock out of a quarry to the cement plant um and uh yeah, and um, and it was it was a a real personal environment where you knew all the all the 
coworkers, you knew your boss, you had a relationship with all of them. Yeah, because you see them all. I mean, every day yeah, you go to a spot yeah, and start. Yeah, and you have, you have camaraderie. And, okay. and so I, I loved it. And the area was beautiful. They, their ranch was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the town, it was Morgan, Utah okay, is the yeah, name of the place. Cool. Yeah, it's just beautiful, huh. beautiful canyon um, with a nice river and a railroad and um, mountains and trees. It was just, so for the first time, the first time in your life, yeah, you were making like substantial, like yeah. real money. Like, yeah, yeah, real exactly. Money. I went, hours yeah, making real yeah. Money. you know, I made twelve fifty as a laborer, and then now I'm making like twenty an hour as a, yeah. or eighteen an hour as a trucker. Yeah. At the time, this was I was like twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, I remember just like, I, I was so ecstatic. I just rolled the window down and I just yelled out the window and just like, you just like Did you cheered. Yell? I'm rich. <laughs> I'm a rich I just, boy. I just, I just, uh, I was just so ecstatic. Like I couldn't hold it in. I was just so stoked. Here's the weird thing about trucking. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've done a lot of other things. I've done ranch stuff and, yeah. you know, a few different jobs and things over the years. Nothing I haven't had anything that's made me want to roll my window down. Yeah, yeah. It's something weird about yeah. when you get on the road in yeah. the truck and you're just like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just wanted, I howled like, like I howled ah! like, a, like a wolf. That's exactly what I did. Is and because no one, no one was around. Yeah, you know. I'm, I mean, maybe someone passing on the interstate saw me and was like, yeah. well, that dude's insane. Yeah. But that dude shouldn't be behind the wheel. So you've had a story about this. That was this job. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got a lot of stories. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like we all do, but right. but things things got weird. You, uh, this is the story you were telling me yesterday. We yeah. To wait on. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. This is the time now. Okay. Okay. He so, starts telling me the story. I was like, wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's talk about it tomorrow because I yeah. want to hear it. I want to hear it raw for the first time. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. So, um. All right. So things were good. There was a there was a guy there, who, he would he would always start first because he drove the fastest and. And so I'm like, I'm basing my career model after this guy. I was like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. This he's, is the guy. He's fast, yeah, efficient, yeah, like efficient. He's getting it done. Yeah, so he's I'm. Top, top dog. Yeah. I'm B dog. He's yeah. top dog. We're both dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, okay, so he's just. I, I get to a point where I'm like. I come flying into the quarry after I'm like comfortable with driving and everything, you know. And I come flying into the quarry, slam on the brakes, come to a skidding halt, and I'm, there's two trucks in front of me getting loaded. And I'm like, there's no reason to like be this hard on this equipment. I don't, you, you know, it, it's I, I'm I'm taking life off the equipment, more expensive life off the equipment than I am. Like making this like, company money by yeah. by going seventy in a fifty five. It's a and, great mentality. Yeah, yeah and so yeah. and so and then I I was talking to the rest of the crew and they're like, they're like, like yeah, don't drive like that guy. And I'm like, well now you tell me after <laughs> nine months. <laughs> so you and, thought you were getting in with top dog? Yeah, Instead, yeah. You zeroed in on yeah. craze dog. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. everyone's like, yeah, that's craze dog. Yeah, uh, like we don't. Yeah. <laughs> We don't. Yeah. We don't really do it like he yeah, does. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, gee guys. Yeah. Thanks I'm for like, taking I'm, me under your wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. And okay. So, um, so years pass and, and so I, you and you and Craze Dog are yeah. just like yeah, we're doing donuts yeah. uh-huh. and just like dumping gravel down the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. Okay. And, um, and so, 
time time flies. There was like a couple year period where I'd work for him, then I quit and go do music, or I'd move back down south, or 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 uh, and so I'd for like collectively, I probably worked for him for like six years mm-hmm. to, uh, total, kind of off and on as yeah. music. Yeah, because you're weaving, yeah. you're you're busy. Because like yeah. summertime, mm-hmm. you know, when the trees and leaves busy. are green, right. right? That's when people are out and listening yeah. to music. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'd driven in Vegas for like a little bit. Uh, Hauled and doubles side dumps, oh, which was pretty dang. cool. That's big time. It was. It was actually. Long. It was actually. Yeah. It was actually. Then they they transferred me to a project in St. George, which I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool, like way better. It was so much worse in St. George hauling doubles <laughs> in uh, double really? side dumps in St. George was uh-huh. so much more terrible than in Vegas. Yeah, done. it was weird. But anyway, so that was just. Uh, I, every time that I went back to this job, this guy just hated me more and more. This is Crazy Dog. Yeah, Crazy okay. Dog. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call him. Yeah. That's who he is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he probably didn't like that you were kind of. It was a sort of a, a revolving door for you. Yeah. You could come yeah. In and come he out. Did, he hated that. He hated. And um, that you had the, something going and, on that yeah, was exciting. And the and the 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 owners like, we had like, you know, I would do. So I, I did the trucking for them, and that was actually only three to four days a week. So then, then I got like more in tight with them, and a, like a just a better, better relationship. And then I would go help them on their ranch. Uh, I'd go help them with. What is um, it with you and ranches, man? I just love you it. Just somehow like <laughs> ranch. And the ranch owners are like, yeah. bee dog. Somehow it's like something about your it's thing uh, that like sucks ranch. So, so if you guys have a ranch out there, bee dog's coming at you soon. I can do. I'll do. I can do everything that you don't want to do, <laughs> and I will gladly do it. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, I'd, yeah, just help them with um, uh, landscape projects, and okay. so um, they were just good to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I I hope that I showed enough gratitude for that. Uh, shout out to Joe and Jake, Reese. Thank you guys. You have to send them a link to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, and um, I just I hoped that I was like a good enough employee because I knew that I was also like taking off whenever I wanted. But I wanted to. I don't know. I had a good enough relationship where it was like I I you was, wanted to, I well, was you good around, when I was there and I I. Yeah, so you really put yeah, out for him yeah, while you were around. Yeah, be the, uh-huh. be the guy. yeah, and boy, did I put out <laughs> like I always do. <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, so then I, I was like, hey, can I buy a trailer and live like on the ranch? And they, they said yes, didn't have a problem with it. I wasn't hurting anything. <laughs> he has he hasn't asked me that yet, by the way. <laughs> but now I'm forewarned. Getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I realized how much I hated living in a camp trailer. And anybody who has lived in one or does live in one knows what I'm talking about here, where everything breaks, everything goes wrong. It doesn't save you money, and it's better to just have roommates in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and so this guy, Crazy Dog, just. <laughs> hated that he hated that that they were so good to me and i was maybe not giving back as much as they were giving me because they yeah they were good to me and yeah. like i did not deserve how good they, they were, were to me so good. yeah so gotcha. okay so now here's where it starts to get weird because he didn't just hate me but there's like this psychological thing where <laughs> he was just getting in my head and <laughs> and he would just do the weirdest things um uh where okay so first of all he started like making little comments over the the radio 
over the CB and like, oh, I, I, I don't have to, um, you know, I have to work like a normal person. I'm like Golden Boy who gets all the breaks. I don't hide behind the shop. I like there was one day where I didn't do my twelfth load because I pulled in to change a tire. So he's he said, you know, he's um, he's like, oh, Golden Boy is hiding behind the the shop so he doesn't have to do his last load golden boy's got a flat tire craze dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh it's just stuff like that you comments like that and then and then it was like i was like oh, it'll go away if i just ignore it and and oh uh just so all the listeners know personality trait about me is i'm a huge huge pushover so <laughs> so and you know you've seen i think i'm a pretty mild-mannered person yeah, yeah so so this is where it'll get interesting. So, so you got like the bull, like weeks, the bulldog yeah. diesel guy, yeah, and sweet yeah. golden boy, B dog, yeah, pushover, yeah. Okay. So, so finally this guy, um, that was the day I was changing the tire, and he peeks his head around the shop, and he's like, oh, I, I, I don't hide behind the shop, like, uh, so I don't have to do, you know, and then so this, so I, I was just like, I throw the tire irons down. You were changing your own tire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so like that's that's a thing. Like yeah. a lot of truck drivers don't know how to change their own yeah, tire. Yeah, yeah. It's no walk in the park, right? And um, and uh, so yeah, I just march over to him and I'm like, you know what, Jack? I'm, oh, sorry, I just I just said his name. You can edit that out. <laughs> you know what, yeah. crazy dog? Yeah, I was like, uh, that is enough. And I'm just and he's like, what? What? You know, he acts all innocent. What? Did I, what did I say? And and I'm like. I'm just, you know, I start yelling. Oh, man. He starts yelling happens. back. Yeah. When pushover getting... introvert types, yeah. when you push them over, all of a yeah. sudden, yeah. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna take this anymore. And and he's like, or what? Or what? I was like, I'm gonna knock your teeth. <laughs> you know, I'm swearing, and and uh, so I got personal because he had bad teeth. So I'm, like, I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna knock those rotten teeth out of your head. <laughs> and, Oh, do it! Go ahead and do it! You don't like my teeth! (laughs) So, so, then I can feel... But the problem was, you you dropped the tire irons. (laughs) Yeah. Should have kept one in each hand and come at him. Yeah, I'm like, you wait here! I'll be right back! (laughs) See those irons! Coming for your face! (laughs) Yeah. Um, so at that point, I was like, okay, I either punch this guy in the face, or... And go to jail, because I know I know that's what he's trying to get me to do now. That crosses my mind. I realize that he's wait he's provoking me so that he can get me fired or in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can do that and get in trouble and like be the one at fault yeah. for all this weird taunting, weeks and months of. And then, or I like I can feel the color back into my face. I'm breathing like my blood pressure goes down. I'm like Jack. <laughs> Oh, I said his name again. <laughs> Crazed Dog. His name is, is not Jack. <laughs> yeah, Crazy Jack. Dog. It's yeah. not your name. I was like, I... Because he was funny. He was a funny guy, and mm-hmm. I loved that about him. He made me laugh. And and I was like, I I liked you. I like you. I love you. I used and to lock like, my brakes up going into the, yeah. into the pit following yeah, you, man. Yeah, he goes, I never liked you. And I'm like, what? I, I, I looked up to you. I respect you. He's like, well, I never liked you. And then he marches off, and then he texts our boss, and he says, Branson, he says, B-Dog, threatened me. <laughs> you can use your name. He, yeah, he, 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 he threatened me, and I used to mean, I, I mean to use any means necessary to protect myself. And then uh, I'm like, if you were going to go to our boss, 
I would have done that. Like I thought that I, thought I, we were I was supposed doing, to like be yeah, the tattletale. Yeah, I thought I thought I was supposed like to, men. I thought I was like doing my boss a favor and saving him a headache and yeah. settling it myself. Otherwise, yeah. I would have went straight to him and be like, "Hey, crazy dog is being a dog of craze." And <laughs> he's a whole yeah, bag of craze. It's like I would have just went to hit Joe in the first place. Um, but so basically, he and he was like a crazy gun fanatic, like, like uh, which I'm all about, but you know, safes and safes of guns. Mm -hmm. And so he was just itching for an opportunity so, to shoot somebody. And, and this dude is pushing 60. I mean, he's got to be in it. He had to have been in his 60s at that time, if not late 50s, but definitely early 60s. And so it's that's another weird thing yeah, about this. Right. He's an old, old guy. <laughs> 25 and, yeah, and 60. Yeah. And so this is, okay, this is where it gets weird. Um, I know I said that already, but this is really where it gets weird. So, so then Joe is like, "Just you, just leave Branson alone. I don't have a problem with the way." Oh, because at that point I had slowed my driving down. You know, I was going 55, 60. Mm -hmm. That's what pissed him off. Because okay. then he was like, "He goes 45. He only does two loads a day when everyone else does 20." <laughs> and, and so, um, so, so now. Now he leaves me alone, but he start he drives. Which is so funny because yeah. now, just yeah. quick, an employee that's like slow and cautious and careful, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yes, please lay that on me. Yeah. yeah. He should be driving faster yeah. and harder. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, no, yeah. no, nobody wants that employee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, now, um, trying to make this quick and, and I'm not, but it's okay. so, so make, a boring, make a boring story long. Um, uh, so he he uh, he starts to he starts to take all of my little personality traits and amplifies them, magnifies them, and starts doing them himself. So he, yes, so he starts to drive forty five, like where everybody's passing him, where he where he used to be passing everybody. You know, everybody's passing him going normal speed. When he would pass us going fast speed, we're going normal speed. Yeah, and. So he starts driving insanely slow, and I told you that I have a condition where I pee a lot, you know. So That's I'm right. like, I'm peeing, I'm peeing every other round, you know. I'm no, I'm peeing noticeably. It becomes this thing and a big ongoing joke on the crew, like Branson out there taking a leak again. again. Yeah, yeah, keeping the keeping the yard wet, um, uh, keeping the dust down, and so no way. Yeah. Did he go? So so he starts. What? He just start. I guess he just pounding water, and 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 so he's peeing every single round. Where I was like every two to three rounds. You know, what? he's peeing this every so single weird. round, taking his time, and and holding up the line because he's taking a leak. And 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 everybody, nobody knows what's going on. Like they don't realize that he's copying me. So everybody's like, what's going on with Craze Dog? Like, like prostate see, problem. Yeah. Is he, <laughs> So, yeah, too many years of bouncing in the seat. Uh, it's catching up with him. Like, he needs to see the doctor, whereas I know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, one day, see, we'd pull onto the scale at the cement uh, plant, and then we'd had somebody up in the scale house that would print our tickets for us. But there was one day where she was gone, so we had to walk up and print our tickets ourselves. We each had our little pile of tickets on the counter, mindlessly... I set my ticket on my stack, and I I just go like, you know, I stack it. Yeah, so make that, it a nice yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I didn't 
Well, I, I mean, that's, that's just, normal. That's yeah, not weird. That's yeah, natural. Like, hey, I want yeah. my, my and so, stack tidy. So looking back now, everybody else had just put it on their pile, and it was not all tidy. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I guess maybe I didn't think anything of it is the bottom line. I come back. <laughs> My pile is all yeah with with crazed dog ticket on top on of top my, of it yeah your pile yeah. is a mess courtesy of crazed dog <laughs> yeah here's my calling card like, I'm like dude you're so weird you're sick what if that's you like need his, to go to the doctor what if he's like a serial killer yeah and exactly that's his thing. he puts yeah. a weight ticket yeah. a scale ticket yeah. on all of his victims <laughs> courtesy of the crazed dog yeah yeah so so weird man yeah. so he. Got fired eventually. Did he? Yeah. So he yeah. got himself fired. Yeah. Yeah. Because he just couldn't. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. That was that was one of two times where I almost got in a fist fight, where people were pushing me and pushing me and pushing me because I'm, I'm not that way. It would way. take a lot because <laughs> yeah. you're not at all. Yeah, you're like yeah. we're like Francis, a mile yeah. and a half of fence poles. You want? Yeah. To yeah. Sure. I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. It was insane. And, you know, and this is the thing, like. I'm not into the... I like people to be tough, right? Like, I want yeah. my kids to be tough. Yeah, right. Like, someone's bullying someone at school. I mm -hmm. teach my son, Freddie, who's big. Yeah. He's, like, way big and strong for his age. I'm yeah. like, you catch someone bullying another kid, I want you to go bust the bully in the teeth. Yeah. I want you to be a bully buster. Yeah. That's what I teach him. Yeah. Like, right. I don't care if you get in trouble. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You'll nev you're never going to get in trouble with me. Yeah. For getting into a fight where you were being protective of somebody right. or you know, busting a bully or those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't had any incidents like that, but yeah. that's, we talk about it and, mm -hmm. and, and we, yeah. you know, you see it. And I think this kind of thing happens a lot in the trucking circles mm -hmm. and it happens on, it happens on social media. Mm. Uh, I see it. Yes. With, you'll see. Uh -huh. And I've talked about this way back towards it, you know, a year ago towards the beginning of the podcast, but so many videos of a truck driver doing something stupid. Now, mm -hmm. now, granted, you guys, I sure I get a laugh when like some guy's backing into a spot and he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing and he just yeah. smashes the front of like three semis off trying yeah. to back into a spot. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, huh. <laughs> but then it's just like, what an idiot! And yeah, and all these yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah. And all it would have taken in the moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is somebody to run out of their truck. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 yeah. Can I help you? And before anyone listening goes, well, I've tried and they don't want your help. I don't, I don't buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I try to, I try to be the guy that in the wintertime when someone pulls out of their parking spot and mm -hmm. they're dragging their brakes through the mm -hmm. parking lot cause yeah. they're froze. Right. Run the guy down. Oh, yeah. stop him. Stop yeah. him. Yeah. Otherwise he's going to go out on the freeway. He's going to have mm -hmm. eight blown tires yeah. in a few miles. Right. <laughs> yeah. But if we all, it, it's that, it's this crazed dog mentality. Yeah that keeps the trucking industry from being great. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as we're the ones recording others' mm -hmm. misfortunes on our phone. Yeah. Posting, mocking. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, and this might come across as like, oh, come on, come on. But no, yeah. I'm serious. No, like, the, the chivalry out of the Knights of the Highway. Yeah, is, the, yes, is, as you mentioned gone. early on yeah. with, your, with mm -hmm. your grandpa. Yeah. It's, it's gone. And like, even what Crazed Dog was doing to you, it's a bully buster thing. Mm -hmm. Had a couple other guys gone over to him and like, dude, knock this off. It's a bunch yeah. of garbage. Yeah. You drive like an idiot anyway. You need yeah. to straighten up. Mm -hmm. Quit bugging this kid. He's new and young and fresh. We need him. If he's not here, 
it's more stuff we have to do. Yeah. You know, like set them straight. Mm-hmm. But you know, there was nobody that did that obviously mm-hmm. because it was just you and old crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad whistle. <laughs> but it was just you and Crazy Dog. So, what did we learn? I always like to learn from stories. So, what do we take yeah. from your? Yeah. You know, this was kind of a funny but weird. It's funny now. Yeah. Like you can look yeah. back. And be yeah. Like, what? Yeah. He was messing with your weight slips. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just weird stuff like time, that getting in like, my head on the daily. And, and then it just leads to stress. Yeah. And it puts your mind in a different spot. Yeah. And now instead of focusing on your job mm-hmm. and, you know, doing things right, being safe, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. You're looking over your shoulder going, oh, when's my next confrontation going to be? Yeah, right. And we don't want that. We want, and I mean, you're not, everyone's not going to be like, man, we're all truckers. Yeah. Ha oh, <laughs> yeah. Boy, I sure want to go on the road. <laughs> you know, we're not like Mickey Mouse. It's not going to, it'll never be, there's always going to be people that, just our crazed dog types. Yeah. But I think that, I think we can flush a lot of that out mm-hmm. by just, you know, looking out for each other a little more. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. Huh. Okay. We're, uh, wow. Guess how long we've yeah. been going? Hour 13. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Goes fast. Are you going to have to crazy. cut a lot of that out? Yeah. Nah, no, no, no. We're, we'll leave we're the crazed dogs now. We leave it all, we leave it all in and wrong, unless there's some yeah, big okay. giant dead spot or something. Yeah. Um, so just quickly, let's uh, let's touch on. Oh man, there's a couple things I want to touch on. Man, uh, so much good material. Maybe we'll wait. Should we wait on your diesel school stuff? We can talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Save that. For let's wrap this two. up with. I'm seeing a lot of strange similarities as we've chatted this week. Mm-hmm. Life on the road as an over-the-road truck driver. Yeah. So you were dump trucking before, which mm-hmm. is local. Mm-hmm. You're home at night. Yeah. Living in the camp trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, things. <laughs> Or in your apartment, uh, <laughs> you know, either or. Yeah, that's you know, a local gig. That's mentally, it's a pretty good. It's a good place. Yeah. Uh, over the road trucking, we kind of had a laugh about this a little earlier, but yeah. over the road trucking, I think has a lot of similarities to being a touring musician, especially yeah. when yeah. you're a solo act. Mm-hmm. You're going around. You don't have a band that you're traveling with. Yeah. You got the wild right hand. His band, you guys, is his wild right hand. I'm serious. You got to go check out Branson Anderson and the wild right hand. But that is your band. See, so yeah. you can only talk so long to the band, which is your hand, yeah. before you're greyhound insane. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So you travel. You find some moments where... Is there some challenges to... Oh, uh, if, if I hadn't been at your place, like doing ranch work this week I would have just been wandering around aimlessly like a homeless man and, and just talking to myself mm-hmm. and all, the, all the homesickness and the the loneliness is I I'm not good and it makes and that. it makes you doubt what you're doing yes I'm like what am I doing out here creep, yeah right? in your yeah. mind and uh-huh. you're just like because uh. I can't drive 10 hours back to where I'm from and then 10 hours back up to the show the right. next week it it, it just wouldn't See, make it's, sense. And it's the same with over-the-road trucking because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I got to load out to Missouri. Yeah. I can't just drive home. Yeah. I'm out here. Yeah. I better find another load. That yeah. It, it's, it's so similar yeah. how a tour works yes. to how yeah. an over-the-road uh-huh. trucking. And it's like, you know, if you really want to get out, you need like three yeah. weeks yeah. where you kind of uh-huh. got to be out. Yeah. And, and when I'm booking the shows myself, 
I'm just taking what I can get when I can get it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm playing Gardiner, Montana tomorrow, and then Hill City, South Dakota, eight hours away the next day. You know, people, normal people don't do that. <laughs> you right. know, when you're, right. if, if people have a show eight hours away, they book that day off. But that's mm -hmm. all that was available. And it's so like, you run so then it. now, then I've got, then I got to go to Lincoln, Nebraska after that. And thankfully, I have travel days in between that but after Lincoln back to Salt Lake City which is like 12 hours 12 and a half hours mm -hmm. um, which with my P stops is going to be about 15 <laughs> and the so th stops. thankfully I got a travel day between there but then I got to go to Reno right after Salt Lake City which is another 8 hour drive yeah. <laughs> and that's, all, that's just all I could uh, all I could get and, yeah. and um, I mean one day I'll have a booker that is Gonna, yeah, right. gonna take care of that and have a lot better connections and I'll have a better following but I mean that's maybe a few years out right. yeah. you know it's funny because that is so similar again uh -huh. with trucking because you go out and at first you're just using your app and your load board you mm -hmm. don't really have any connections yeah. you haven't developed uh, yeah. any relationships yeah right so you're like uh, and every load you book it's with a new company yeah. a new you know producer whatever uh huh and it's just daunting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another. Because every time you do a load, you got to fill out all this paperwork mm -hmm. and email back and forth five yeah. times. And yeah. Finally, you get set up mm -hmm. to get a $2,000 load or whatever to haul of wherever. And then, so you do it, you get it, and you're like, oh, i got to start looking for another load already. Yeah. And i got to set up. But after a while, mm -hmm. you develop relationships, mm -hmm. and you get to where instead of getting on yeah. the load board, you go, oh, I'm going to just call so-and-so. Last mm -hmm. time I was out in Tennessee, mm -hmm. I got a load of steel or what it coils yeah. or whatever going yeah. wherever uh-huh and you can start using those yeah. connections you make you make impressions yeah. on people you you make like friends mm -hmm. like uh like not just business aspects but uh, um friendships relationships yeah. yeah you do and and it's the same yeah like, yeah you know with the aid of the internet mm -hmm. <laughs> as dumb as that sounds mm -hmm. a lot of in fact my best friends to date are more or less people that I've met through trekking and, yeah, and yeah. you know industry relationships that mm -hmm. you become friends with and yeah. and you know visit and whatever. So yeah, yeah. so that's good. Uh, I don't know that there's a fix for it. Actually, no, I think there is. Which I think maybe is part of why, as you mentioned, you stayed with us this week. Mm -hmm. um, the longer I'm out on the road, especially the more tired I get. I start to lose my mind a little bit. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this in the past, but mm -hmm. we have a lot of new listeners. But I had a, two years ago, I had a, a fall, we call it the fall run, mm -hmm. where uh, COVID was raging. And yeah. because COVID was raging, they started to pay, the whole rest of the trucking industry was making way more money than the cow truckers, which mm -hmm. is rare. Mm -hmm. And um, so those of us that were left hauling cows mm -hmm. were really being overworked bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And on top of it, they removed all the log. You didn't have to carry a logbook because oh. they needed all the food because wow. it was food yeah. supply. It's uh -huh. like any cattle going anywhere, keep them moving. Yeah. We don't want any yeah. obstruction because yeah. we want the food supply oh, wow. to be intact. Yeah. Wow. So because of that, it was just nonstop back mm -hmm. and forth, back and forth in Nebraska, Kansas, yeah. wow. South Dakota, Colorado. Just yeah. And I had some nights where I I had just I had lost my mind. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I was, I, and it's, it's part of just not, you know, not getting enough sleep and mm -hmm. being lonely, being homesick, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like homesick's a weird thing. Yeah. Cause you, you can't really 
describe it. It's just yeah. this weird pit yeah, that you it feel is. and like it this is. welling up yeah. in your throat. Uh-huh. And you're just like, ah. yeah. I would pull over on the side of the freeway and go walk out into the grass, crawl yeah. over the fence out uh-huh. into somebody's field. Yeah. And I would just, just like yeah. this guttural, uh-huh. <laughs> some kind of berserker scream. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and just sit down on my knees out there and yeah. just go, and I'm not trying to sound dramatic. This is yeah. the reality of it. Yeah. I was like, no, I, oh, what am I doing? Or you'd be driving one night mm-hmm. and you look out at the stars and all of a sudden everything starts to look really big. Mm-hmm. The universe mm-hmm. just, yeah. some of those nights out on the road, yeah. you're uh-huh. like, oh my goodness. Yeah. The universe is so vast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like this wee little speck that is just back here cranking out cow loads. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. What does that matter? You know, and there's my kids are yeah. at home. My wife's at home missing yeah. me. And I'm like, what am I? And so that's where the doubt comes in. Yeah, exactly. But I, I get, I get to where I'm like, I'm driving down the road and I've got this weight on my mind and this pit in my stomach. And I'm like, oh, my clothes are tight. You start to feel a little hot. I can feel my socks and my shoes are squeezing my feet. Then I got, oh, oh, I got to pull over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? You just and need I, a minute. And then I go lay down on some, in some grass where somebody probably peed. And, and <laughs> probably. I'm just looking up at the sky like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and my tunnel, my vision starts to tunnel and I'm, yeah, so I, and, I, it's the same thing. It's just I, I, I know that some of you out there that are involved in trucking or industries that cause you to travel and be alone a lot know this feeling. And those mm-hmm. of you that haven't, I know this this probably sounds weird. Like you two guys have some issues. Oh yeah, probably better yeah. Go get, oh, yeah. But it's a. It's I don't a real know. Thing. I don't think so. I think there's a lot more people out there that'd be like. Like, whoa, I've never told anybody about that before. Like, other people, I don't know, I think it'll probably go both ways, but. Yeah, Yeah, that's true, that's a good point. Yeah. So, the fix for it is to find something. Go work on a ranch. (laughs) Find some ranch work. Find something that can center you a little bit, something that brings you some kind of, like, for me, it's just, it's getting home, getting back to my family. Yeah. and I can see now. I mean, you you feel as much as family over the years now that we've that we've spent enough time together and, and whatnot that you f- you feel as family. So I can see how for you to come up and spend the week with us is like okay. It was like a little, hopefully, like a yeah. boosting little yeah. juice blast. Yeah, it's like a rejuvenation yeah. or a charging of a battery, like the electrolyte pack and right in beer, <laughs> grape flavored. Oh goodness. Um, while I'm doing this outro, I want you to get your guitar because okay. cause we're doing this raw, and so I need the outro a little. Yeah. So okay. the same intro you did on the way out, just okay. nice and soft. You can do, so you can do it, and then we won't have to uh, okay. won't have to edit this. Okay. So uh, you guys, this is this is Branson Anderson again, as we've said a hundred times. Um, I was super excited when he mentioned he was going to make it up for the week. And immediately the first thing I thought of was how do we get together, get him on the podcast? Because as you've seen and listened and heard, he's got some, some, he's got a wild right hand. He's had some really cool life experiences, both in and outside of the trucking industry. He is, um, he's very talented, great friend, happy to call him one of my own. Um, please go check him out. He, uh, if, if this if this story has interests you, if his music interests you, again, you can find him on Spotify. You can find him all over the internet. Um, any place you go to listen to music, you'll be able to find his albums. Um, that's about all we got, you guys. Branson, 
Thanks a million, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, till next time, you guys be good. <laughs>